To answer is human. To question is divine. Welcome to the world of the Hidden Gateway, an exhilarating podcast exploring the concepts humans have been struggling with since the dawn of existence, such as, who are we? Is there such a thing as good and evil, or are they arbitrary constructs? Does the paranormal exist? How can we evolve to a higher state? Can our mind influence what we term as reality? Providing a transcendental approach combined with hard-nosed humanistic analysis, we invite you on a journey to question your worldview in this theater of life. Join our host, Justin Williams, as he explores the outer realms of faith, the supernatural, human potential, and even our concepts of the universal creator with a fascinating array of guests. This is the unseen world, magical, mysterious, and mystical, where your only limitation is your imagination. This is The Hidden Gateway. Sick of living, stuck and trapped in the system. You're just a brick in the wall, and I got my back up against it. I I'm trying to live above the influence. Y'all living under it. Y'all running from the truth, but soon I will uncover it. This is the matrix, we stuck in it. I'm not loving it. Fuck the shit, man. The government knows that we outnumber it. Smoke bad with facts in that command and speech. I'm tired of whack. Over them is rapping flaccidly. They say the earth is photoshopped because it has to be. I see the zealots calling flat earth blasphemy. There are some families that've been ruling through the centuries Scripting the future and rearranging histories Divide and conquer, they make us each other's enemies Archons tapping into all our energy Every single day we're being led astray and lied to I don't think there's anyone that hates it more, it more I'm These Jewish banksters have me in debt I'm always super disappointed when I'm cashing my check How sad can it get? A money slave trapped in the net And I can feel these demons breathing down the back of my neck Welcome to another episode of the Hidden Gateway Podcast and I'm your host, Justin Williams. Before we get started, I want to let everyone know the Hidden Gateway has launched Tangelic. Tangelic is a new interview series based on real-life experiences and used as a template to show even though life can adversely impact us, there is always room for growth. You can soon find interviews on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. And for those listening to the Hidden Gateway podcast on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to our channel and like the videos if you enjoy them. All right. Today's guest on the Hidden Gateway podcast is Matt Priscilla. Better known by his rap name, ODDTV, Matt has been writing, rapping, producing, mixing, and mastering music for over 20 years. He has a unique ability to articulate the dark truths of the world with a powerful flow that's inspired by both rap and rock music. He's also well known for his YouTube channel, ODDTV, where he presents his personal research on conspiracy-related topics with high-quality videos. Matt, welcome to the Hidden Gateway Podcast. How you doing, man? Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm doing really good, man. It's a really nice day over here. No chemtrails in the sky. I'm <laughs> um, just clean, cleaning the house with my lady and, uh, yeah, just organizing things after my a uh, long trip to South Carolina, and uh, very glad to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Thanks for coming on. So, 
man, hey, I just want to start off, man. Tell the people who who is uh, ODD TV, man. Who who is Matt? Tell us about who you are, man. How you got started in the game? Um, okay, well, I've been rapping for over twenty years. I I'm like straight up on the nose, like twenty one years now. <laughs> um, like two thousand is when I got going with my raps, and you know, I was just kind of the average kind of talk about money, hoes, and cars and clothes type rap kind of BS stuff, you know. And uh, as I went down that road, I slowly got involved with the truth and started paying more and more attention to truth. And um, I guess I got hit in like 2006, slowly but surely, you know, like the 9-11 documentary that was called Loose Change, that kind of hit me. And then I started, you know, I would just think about that here and there. And then um, I guess in I would pay attention to truth all the way up into the point in 2012, I was paying attention to fluoride in the water, you know, chemtrails and kind of more of the small scale conspiracies. But in 2012, when Sandy hook uh, happened, I was, man, like I just saw people ripping that thing to shreds. And I was like, are, are there seriously people out there pretending to be other people like for an agenda to take away people's, you know, arms, possibly stuff like that. Like when I learned about crisis actors, I really, really started diving deep into my truth research and I was forever a changed man. And then uh, slowly but surely it started showing up in my rap when I wrote about it. And it came to a point where in 2015, I couldn't talk about anything else in my, I didn't feel comfortable rapping or picking up a pen unless I was going to talk about something that had to do with the truth. So from 2015 until now, it's been nothing but hardcore truth lyrics in all my rhymes. So that's basically how I got started with the rapping stuff. But also in 2015 is when I decided to start a YouTube channel. I started, I had a a channel for my um, artist, you know, Overdose Denver, where I posted my music videos but I, I, I switched that over to posting my research and stuff like that. And I, I've always been a, a big fan of movies. And so when I approached my videos, I wanted to make them like cinematic and like high quality and like the best I could do. So I, that's basically what I did. And ever since then, I've been receiving a lot of love and people have taken notice to the style of videos that I've taken on. That's awesome, man. Your videos are, they're awesome. You know, um, as I was, was telling you a few minutes ago before we, we started, you know, I've, I've been a fan listening to your music for about two months now, and they really get me hyped up, <laughs> get the adrenaline flowing. I listen to them, you know, in the car and um, when I run and work out, you know, um, obviously your music is much different compared to like mainstream hip hop, mainstream rap, right? Um, what are your thoughts on, on guys um, that uh, are maybe somewhat similar to you, like the new type of religious Christian-based rappers like Bryson Gray, Tyson James, who, you know, also take a strong political stance? Um, do you consider yourself similar or different um, or even, you know, a group like Rage Against the Machine? What do you think about those guys? I think they're, I mean, they're pretty cool as far as uh, something coming from a record label or or, um, you know, more mainstream that gets radio play and, and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. I guess I really wouldn't say that I'm really similar to anybody, but I do appreciate anybody who's trying to remain independent and won't take, you know, any flack from anybody telling them how, how they need to sound, what they need to say, what their appearance needs to be like, anything like that. But, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I'm always going to be independent and I don't care if I ever 
as far as I'm concerned, I already made it, you know, in my mind, in my heart, right. I've re I've reached people that I've never thought I would reach. I've reached past, you know, the ocean seas and made it over to the other continents. And I have people writing me emails saying, thank you. I mean, it's just insane, man. Like people from Australia, Africa, like just continents and countries that I never thought I would make lean, like reach, I would like reach to. And um, yeah, so I've already made it in my mind, like making it used to consist of like, you know, like the whole being rich and famous and all that. But to me, it's just, if I've gotten my message to just one person and it's changed their lives, that, that to me, that's making it. And I've, man, I, it blows my mind how many people reach out to me now and say, thank you. Thank you for your music. Or they'll ask me to, um, if I buy a couple CDs, will you sign them and send them over stuff like that? And it's just like, man, it's so beautiful to me. And like, and still to this day, I'm just, to me, I feel like an average Joe. I'm just like a maintenance man, you know, everyday kind of average Joe in my mind, but to other people, I'm like, in their minds, I'm like this, you know, this guy that's like really out here doing it, causing a ruckus. And I guess I am, but I still have to go to work and do everything else like, like everybody else does. So, but I'm going to keep on doing what I can to, to make changes and reach people and help them change their lives for the better. And yeah, so that's what it is. I do appreciate any artists out there trying to do the same thing. And when it comes to the artists that like Rage Against the Machine, I guess I would say I do appreciate some of their messages, but at the end of the day, they need to just really go independent so they can say whatever they want to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the big thing, right? Saying whatever, whatever you want to be, being an artist, uh, censorship has been huge in our country, not only for, for artists, uh, but for uh, YouTube people, social media personalities, I guess that they're, they're artists as well. Um, you, you also mentioned those, those guys that uh, are, are part of these, these major labels where they're, they're controlled. I heard you say they're told what to do, told what to say, told what to wear. Um, how, how deep does that go, man? I, I've heard, you know, stories over the years of some pretty crazy things. Like, what do you know from just from what you learned? How, how deep does that go? How much of a control do, do labels have over their artists? Well, pretty much everything like the whole the whole gimmick that they would present you know it like everything that would come out like there's artists like recently there was a guy named juice world yeah. um he died of an overdose or did he like i wonder these things because he was making song after song about dying about drug overdose about all this stuff and it's always He's not the only artist to have done this, but it and it just it's like he predicted his own death, basically. And it was from the usage of of like, you know, popping pills and and taking other drugs like Xanax and stuff like that. And so stuff like that could even be a marketing gimmick that would get a record label so much money. It's just absolutely insane. Like you have this artist, he catches everybody's attention people fall in love with them, especially the younger girls too of this generation, you know, they really love that stuff. And then he talks about death, kind of like Tupac. Tupac had all these songs about dying and death, and then he dies and his record label, his family, there's everybody's getting so much money from that. Um, as far as I'm concerned, he might not even be dead. And I'm talking about Juice World um, when I say this right now, but uh, he was completely controlled all the way to that point. And then there's other things like where they're doing these gimmicks on Instagram or other kind of social medias where they'll have an artist like, I forget the guy's name. Uh, 
I can't think of this guy's name, but he punched somebody and he like knocked him out on video at the mall. Like, and people thought it was real, but it was all set up for the, for the record label. Basically the record label set it up, this guy to knock out this dude on camera. He's a popular rapper right now. His, his rap is so lame and he's kind of like a mumble rapper. He doesn't even say words, right? but he knocked some dude out on camera at the mall and it was all set up staged by his record label, just, just to upsell his, his record. And it was all happening around the time of his release of his record. So they're just, they're like, like totally controlling these guys like puppets and having them do whatever they want. And you can find plenty of videos where Pete on YouTube, even where like artists have broken out of this kind of thing and started talking about it and letting, letting us know how deep the control actually goes. But uh, yeah, like I wouldn't even never have any part of that. Something like that. Just crazy. That that's crazy. That is crazy. So you going back to Juice World. So you're, you're saying it's a possibility that that all could just be scripted, right? Because you said he he could even still be alive, huh? Yeah, I mean, as as much as he was talking about death and dying, it's like, what are the chances that he would die after the release of one of his most anticipated albums ever? You know, and every other song he's talking about overdosing and dying and you know crying about this that. That's another thing is all the rap nowadays is all depressing and like suicidal. Right. Yeah, it's like super weird, man. And all, they're trying to get the kids all in this emo state where they're just always sad, depressed and playing a victim. Yeah, yeah, definitely not like it was <laughs> years ago. When yeah, we late 90s. Up, yeah, 90s. That's what I was, man, early all through the 90s, man. But, you know, that was a question I was going to ask you. It's just kind of sticking to that theory uh, regarding Juice World. When you think of musicians like uh, Nipsey Hussle, Michael Jackson, Prince, that seem to be wanting to uh, speak positivity, speak truth into the world, and then these guys wind up dead. And those are just three of many, you know, uh, over the years. Um, is it a real possibility that there's something going on when, when an artist of that magnitude that has that much influence is, is taken out? by the label or even someone higher deep state or something like that yeah i could see that happening i mean these guys are kind of the ones you mentioned are kind of rebellious and they don't they're not going to really stand for somebody telling them no you can't do this or you know you can't say that so like nipsey hustle he's he's like whatever i'm gonna say whatever the hell i want to say so i can see nipsey i have a lot of respect for nipsey i listen to his music um yeah i can see him like just like whatever i'm gonna say what i want to say and he continues on with his message and i i guess what he was writing some sort of expose on a few things and talking about what's that guy's name who has a lot of health stuff when it comes to eating and um dr sabby sebi dr sebi yes yeah yes. He, he was doing like a book about him or writing right. at least a, a part about him and uh his information is very very uh good to know and they didn't want that out there so they didn't want nipsey talking about him and reaching his whole fan base with um people learning about dr sebi and his work so of course i think they would probably take him out for that right okay okay now i want to talk to you about this <laughs> this recent thing going on with this guy uh is it little nas x yeah all oh, the nike stuff yeah man like what, what the hell man i, I noticed that he came out with that during the same time that there was a congressional meeting with tech companies where they were trying to implement internet censorship. You know, and it makes me think like, did they maybe pop that out, this little Nas thing to distract from 
what was going on with the tech companies in, in Congress having these hearings, you know? Yeah, what, what, you're what do you definitely think? on point. Yeah, man. So, so like, what is, what is the, I want your thoughts on that. What is the purpose of, of this guy, Little Nas X, who, yeah, I don't know much about the guy. I know he had a, a song that was a hit. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm, and just for the record, I'm not a fan of, obviously I'm a fan of yours, but I'm not a fan of all this rap going on. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a 90s old school guy. Yeah. You know, I could dig it. I could dig <laughs> it. Yeah. I wasn't really paying attention to everything really going on in the political world at that time, but you're absolutely 100% right when it comes to like, doing something like that just as a mere distraction to keep people from looking one way and then you know that something like that pops up everybody starts eating you know from the palm of the, the puppet master's hands right so and like what they're saying that nike doesn't even actually really endorse what what was taking place and there was no actual shoe or something um so it was all made up so i don't know and stuff like that it gets people going there's a uh Number five in the Zionist protocols of Zion, there is, uh, if you go through those, those are very important for any truth researcher. The protocols of Zion, number five, basically states to have so many options, uh, things to choose from, things to look at, um, at one, any given moment that you can never really come to a ac- the accurate decision or you can never really settle on anything for that matter. So that's been going on for a long time in every aspect of our matrix, you know, like they give us when it comes to like flat earth or round earth, it's not only that, but it's like, no, is it, is it concave? Is it hollow? Is it, they start throwing all these other options in there. So by the end of the day, you research all of it. Some pretty much all of them have a couple of good things. And then some of them, you know, every single one of them has a couple of flaws. So then you end up not knowing where to stand. And this happens with pretty much everything. Um, so what you're saying about them throwing uh, Lil Nas X out there, and then not only did they throw Lil Nas X out there being all Satanist with his shoes and all, you know, super nutty with the shoes, but then right. Nike steps out going, no, nah, we didn't even authorize this. This ain't our thing. So then it just becomes more and more confusing and things just get to the point where nobody knows what to think. That's just how, yeah, I think that's pretty much the goal with everything. They don't want us to have a stance because if you have a stance, you won't fall, you know, you won't fall for anything. Right. But if you don't, if you don't stand for anything, you're going to fall for anything. Absolutely. That's how they do, man. That trickery, that, that chaos and confusion, that's the world we live in nowadays, man. Chaos and confusion. Not yeah. allowing people to do putting measures in place where people can't be uh, critical, independent thinkers. You know, but uh, wow. Now, I learned that you you do something interesting when you make music. Right. I learned that you make your music at a pitch of 40, 432. Correct. Compared to 440. Tell, tell me about that. And what is, what does that do? I, I read a little bit about that. I want you to go into detail about that, please. Yeah. So I guess the 432 frequency is a, a natural frequency and it's more on level with what we're what we deal with naturally, the way the earth has, you know, the earth frequencies and the human frequencies, the heart, everything. And then uh, back when the Nazis were uh, trying to come up with all sorts of things, like like when the Nazis were doing their thing back in the thirties, twenties, thirties, forties, all that, whenever they were, they had a bunch of the world's top scientists coming up with all sorts of different things to control humans, the minds of humans. And they, they're the ones that implemented fluoride and water. And they're the ones that changed the music frequency from 432 to 440 because it throws the natural frequency off for the human being and then you're you're not 
you're not riding on a natural frequency anymore and your body's confused and everything about you is no longer natural and you're just in this kind of chaotic state you don't even realize it but it's not only the music they have all these towers up now everywhere they have we're just being bombarded by negative frequencies blanketed with all sorts of frequencies just coming from your wi-fi router just coming from your cell phone just coming from you know also just stuff like that so um i try to do my music in 432 so it just makes it to where when you're listening to my music depending on what platform it's on for sure when it comes from a cd it's going to be 432 hertz but if it's being represented by youtube or or another streaming service, those services take your music and they repackage it themselves. So it's still going to come out in a different, it'll come out in the frequency they want it to come out in. It's not no longer going to, even though if I uploaded it in 432, uh -huh. they'll still pump, they'll pump it back out in 440 again. So there's nothing I could do about that, but at least I'm trying to do what I can. So when you, when you have a CD, like it's, it's 432. Okay. Okay. So they literally change it once you upload it. That, that's a red flag right there. I mean, that's the whole thing when it says processing your video. Yeah. yeah. Processing. They're changing it. Wow. OK. OK. You know, I saw a, a video on your channel that you did almost three years ago, and I found it remarkably uh, interesting. It's the uh, the Bill Hicks, Alex Jones video. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, oh, so, you know, I learned that there are a group of people who believe Bill Hicks is Alex Jones, uh, meaning Bill Hicks was recruited to assume the character of Alex Jones as the leading controlled opposition to the mainstream media. Man, that video, man, you got to you got to speak on that. Like, tell me, tell me some facts about that. One. Yeah. So, well, what piqued my interest was basically around the time Bill Hicks died is around the time Alex Jones really got out there and got out in the spotlight and so there's that you know there's that convergence where boom bill hicks is gone boom alex jones is there they look the same they, they look pretty close to the same they and do. they look there's enough to where i'm at i'm of the opinion that the cia could just like take anybody into some sort of uh plastic surgery kind of center and change you up enough to where you'll be a little bit different so they could have done any number of things to change him from cutting his ears and tape, like, you know, reattaching them back or like tightening them up and then like, you know, stretching out his forehead, whatever it may be, they could do all sorts of stuff. Sure. But what was really interesting is that they have the exact same teeth on the bottom and on the top. It wow. just looks like Alex Jones teeth are cleaned up a little more. Um, like Bill Hicks, he still had like a little bit, like they're a little bit crooked and a little bit longer and more gangly, I guess. Um, but like when it comes to Alex Jones, the same exact teeth just looks like they're shaved down a little bit and a little clean, a little more cleaned up. But um, there's a lot of things that make this conspiracy so real, in my opinion. And it's the fact that they both share the same best friend, the same exact best friend. Wow. They grow up, and grew up. Yeah. Same best friend. And when you look into that, it's very strange because, I mean, this guy that is both of their best friends, he claimed Bill Hicks as his best friend when Bill Hicks was around. And then he claimed Alex Jones as his best friend when he was around. And both guys claim him as his best. So it, they're like, what? And then there's this book that, uh, let me see if I can pull it up. I got this, yeah, right handy right here. This book called uh, Agent of Evolution. Agent of Evolution. Oh. So right there, it says he's an agent, right? That's a red flag. But I got this when I was making that video. 
And in the end, Bill Hicks talks about faking his death. So I wanted to point that out to the to my audience when I was making that video. He talks about faking his death in this book. And he says it's the ultimate joke. Um, it's just, it's quite strange. Um, what else is there? There's, they grew up in the same town. They both had an interest in media. Um, there's a lot of stuff, man. That video, I really, I, I did all I could to, to make my case in point. And um, it took me about three weeks to research all that and put it all together in that video. And the video only turned out to be like 20 minutes. But um, that conspiracy is one that definitely gets me a lot of heat from many people. And they'll just say, oh, that's so stupid. You shouldn't say that. That's going to discredit everything else you do. And I get that for no matter what I do, no matter what video I put out, no matter what topic I'm talking about, somebody's going to be not interested. They're going to not want me to talk about it. They're going to say that it makes you look stupid. So I don't care. I'm here to just share my research. I don't care what it makes me look like or how I sound. And I usually don't. I guess by the end, I'm not really sitting there trying to tell you like this is a fact. I just present what I found and let you come to your own conclusion. So there's not, there's never me trying to shove anything down your throat. I just present what it is. And most of the time I get a lot of great reviews from people going, wow, that's, I don't know if I believe that, but that very good points you brought to my attention. I never thought of, I'd never knew about, and I'll have to look more into it. And that's really all I want. Giving people something to, to really think about, really consider. And, yeah. you know, that that's, that's deep, man. When you, when you talk about the possibility of, of that being true or that actually happening, right? And, and like you said, a lot of people won't subscribe to that. Now, I'm, I'm with you. I, I totally think that, think that it's possible that it, it, it could be. In fact, I'm gonna, I'm gonna purchase that book and, and read it. Um, I was talking to someone recently about uh, Julian Assange and, and uh, Snowden. And I asked them, I said, do you think these guys are, are, are true? heroes or are these guys put in place by the powers that be just to create more chaos and confusion because that's that's kind of where i lean with with those guys and the person i was speaking when they said no nah, this gave me all these um reasons why they believe that that those guys are uh are heroes in doing that but man i i, I just think that the evil is so twisted and, and so ugly that they would put people like that in place just to cause more more confusion you know so man i i get it man i get it absolutely julian assange was a part of some sort of pedophile ring he was like a little little kid there's like evidence of it there's they have photo photographs of him as a kid um and i just i don't quite remember where he was or who he belonged to but it was definitely some some sort of pedophile ring and it was interesting to look at i'll have to find some stuff for you and send it your way please do please do thank you there was another video you made as well this is a little more recent i believe it was uh published march 1st called uh pharmakia oh yeah i learned a lot man that was a very very good video man and uh learned that the word pharmakia is uh a Greek root word from which our English words pharmacy, pharmacist, and pharmaceutical come from. And then you right. rotated Vines Dictionary and Strong's coordinates as well to have similar definitions. And then one, one piece that really tripped me out, man, you said the WI-38 used uh, in cell lines that um, are in certain medicines, quote unquote, 
they they turn they make males think they're females. Oh, yeah, that's because the DNA is from an actual female, and then if it, if that's going to be uh, intertwined into a male baby as it's being developed, yeah, it's going to give it some characteristics that's going to make it think it's a female, possibly, most likely, you know. So it's there, like that's crazy, and they do it vice versa as well, where they do it, they they take it from the the male. Uh, fetuses but the interesting thing is is i think it's uh females already have two what is it x chromosomes i, I don't 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 get mad at me if it's if, you know that's the y in the x chromosome but it's like female already have two x chromosomes so when they have when they're introducing the male dna into the female as it's being developed it's harder to get the uh the girl to take on male characteristics not that it doesn't happen it's just um less likely than the than it happening to the male taking on the on the female aborted fetuses because the male has an x and a y so when you add the female it's easier to get the y's in there or whatever so when you have the female having already two dominant x's you're trying to you're trying to get that y to to work its way in there but it doesn't um it's not as easy to do, but it does happen. But it's more likely that a male being developed using the WI-38 is going to much easy, like it'd be much easier to get that child to start uh, taking on feminine traits. And we're just being attacked by all types of evilness from all angles, medicine, music. All angles. I know uh, you mentioned chemtrails at the beginning as well. Uh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, everything. Yeah, they're putting it there. Everything. They have these nanobots like they're like right now with the whole stuff that they're doing test kits with the with the um, with the Novid. Right. They're doing test kits with the Novid and they got um, like nanobots in those things. And it's like Morgellons. You know, you're familiar with Morgellons. I've heard I read something recently about Morgellons. Go, go, go into it a little bit for me. So it's like this like uh, it's like this material that starts forming in your body after you've consumed a certain amount of things but it's like these little nanoparticles they start connecting with each other linking up and getting bigger and bigger and turning into like they're they're like conscious so the bigger they get the more they start growing out of your skin they'll start and this is on record and they have this they have this on record people documenting um these these little this matter starting to bust out of their skin and it looks like fibers it looks it, they can be red green blue they could be I saw that's what it, yeah I saw a picture of a guy he had all these red he got the medicine yeah. he had all these red all this red on his body it's so terrible yeah some of it looks like plant matter some of it looks like wires from like a sci-fi movie you don't know what you're going to get so some of it looks kind of natural some of it looks super synthetic but uh somebody was doing a test on the test kits that they're using they're using uh cotton swabs and they jam them up your nose to do the test for corona somebody took the cotton swab and started like playing with it and putting it next to some other fibers that were like i don't know how they got it to become active but the stuff on the cotton swab started moving and wiggling and trying to trying to connect to the other piece that the other the lady was um putting next to it i don't know if it was magnetic or or I something but but it was showing you that these things are they're this they're basically putting these nano particle uh you know morgellon fibers in the test kits and 
and on the masks as well like not in the most in the most popular most common masks that you see mm-hmm. that that people can buy at the store they have this stuff in the masks so you're putting it up to your face and wearing it you're breathing this stuff in it's going straight to your brain they're jamming it into your brain when they're doing the tests they're trying to get this stuff into us and this is the whole point of this of this whole situation that we're in right now is to get this into our bodies everybody's they want it in them everybody's body Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to send you some material on that as well. It's just, it's heartbreaking. Now I love the fact that you're, you're so open up front with the truth and the message you bring. What is it going to take, or is it even possible to get other artists on board? Like, is, are we ever going to get to that point? You know, and it makes me think what, what is the future of, of, of rap? hip-hop music like where is it going because you know we talk about 80s 90s hip-hop and it just see some of the 2000 stuff was cool but and you see this this decline right yeah where where, where are we going like what's going on yeah i don't know what to say about all that and i I really don't care you know i just do music because i love it and i can't help it my father was a musician my brother's a musician my son he's a musician seems like my family just has it in our blood but um to get other artists on board would be tough it depends on where they're at you know like the whole point of fame and fortune is to get somebody comfortable enough to be a puppet they're okay with being a puppet they have the they have all this money. They're like, cool. I don't care. I'll say whatever you want me to say. I'll wear whatever you want me to wear. I'll promote whatever you want me to promote. That's like pretty much the whole point of having of stars and stuff like that. So other artists, I, you know, I can't really say they're really going to have to be driven to the brink and just want out of that game and just to be able to do their own thing. Like member Bob B.O.B. He's, he started doing his own thing in 2015 Right. He was going hard too. He made four albums that were really great, all about truth. And uh, suddenly he was, yeah, he was doing blogs and everything and vlogs and like talking to the, he would jump on Instagram and do the talk about truth. Suddenly in 2017, it was all over. He wasn't doing that anymore. And he doesn't, yeah, it seems like he's, he just got sucked back in. He must, somebody must've talked to him or something, but right. like he, it seemed like he was about to break out. Yeah, I've um, seen some of his videos and, and clips and things. And like you said, he was along those lines. One thing that he, he got kind of deep into was uh, cloning. Cloning. Yes, exactly, man. What are your, what are your thoughts about that? Do you think that really goes on? Uh, I, I know that uh, who, who was that? They, they had these verses. You're probably familiar with the verses they have with artists. Um, and they had one with uh, who was it? Uh, Gucci Man and uh, yeah, Easy. And then Jeezy says, Gucci, you better not bring your clone to the battle or something like that. And then the way that guy he looks totally different. I mean, it's a lot of celebrities, man. They they look, Dave Chappelle's another one that comes to mind. What, what do yeah. you think about that stuff, man? You know, I do believe in it. And I, <clears throat> I just, one thing I can't understand is how you can transfer a consciousness or like make the person be the same, have the same traits as far as your personality and how you how like you know how you are on the inside i can see how you can make the person look the exact same like a shell you can make the shell replica i can't see how you can replicate the insides the internal workings of a person but if they're able to do that then hey that's crazy because i do look at this stuff and it does seem like gucci Mane. when i looked at his case he's he has one of the most convincing cases out there in my opinion he looks completely different he acts completely different and 
um yeah they there's all this evidence and i guess residue like they talk about it on songs and you hear people talking about it in their tracks so it's like yeah they can't be all saying this for no reason um yeah cloning is a it's a tough one to wrap your head around but it's something that i've been looking at for years and I, when i'm ready i'm gonna make a video about it i just I haven't got there yet you know oh, it all started with dolly the sheep and stuff but yeah, yeah. definitely looking into it and a lot of people think eminem has been cloned and stuff like that too because all of a sudden he started rapping totally differently out of nowhere back in like the late 2000s like it just seemed like it wasn't him he does look different too but drugs could do a lot to a person i've seen drugs morph people's faces and change their bodies the way they look so i can see him just going to rehab and having a bunch of situations to where he comes out looking like a different person i mean these things do happen so i'm not sure but i would i'm going to continue to look into cloning and and stuff um but yeah bob was definitely that was his number one thing that he wanted to get out there and I, uh, there must have been a reason why yeah hey man i'm looking forward to that video whenever you whenever you do it man i'm yeah i'm gonna tune into that for sure I want to ask you, how do you feel you can continue to get your message out considering the, the censorship issues that are going on? And I can only imagine they're going to get greater. Like, how do you envision yourself being able to still bring this, this truth to the people? Like, what, what do you do? Have you, have you thought about that at all? Yeah. Uh, one of the most, one of the biggest things that I know that I'm going to keep doing is making music. And when I put my music out, it gets put out on Spotify. It gets put out on Apple, iTunes, Google music, Google play, Amazon music, all that stuff, all the major streaming services. So that's a place that's going to be able to, you know, um, I guess the population is going to have access to my message through all these kinds of platforms. Of course, I'm putting all my material on every single platform I can find uh, D2 bit shoot, um, utreon there's a thing called utreon don't ask i don't know um, all sorts of stuff yeah uh odyssey that's a that's like a who did that library lbry they have their own little they have another offshoot called odyssey and if you have made a library account you automatically have an odyssey account and all your videos are automatically on there and i just found this out as i looked at it and that's how i found out it belonged to library so i was going to sign up for odyssey so I saw all these cool videos on there. I was like, hey, I'll upload my videos here. And I started making my thing. And it was like, ODD TV is already taken. And I was like, it's already taken. So I started looking around and my videos, the, the exact same setup from library was over there. So I found out that library does this. They do it automatically for you. Gotcha. But it's, it seems to be a cool little platform. Um, it's, it's more online friendly because library, you have to download an app and stuff on your computer. And so that's what makes it a little bit different than everybody else's. But Odyssey, they made it more like the YouTube version of the library. So it's online. It's on, you know, you type it into the URL, URL and stuff like that. Um, I'm putting my videos everywhere I can think of. I'm finding new platforms by the day. Uh, my girlfriend and her her crew, they, uh, they're working on changing humanity um, from behind the scenes as well. And they're working on making a platform that is never going to be able to be censored and things like that you know so it's really awesome there's things that are going to be happening more and more people are working on these kinds of things and as they are as they are finished and uh i guess as they work and people will start presenting them to us then more people know about them obviously and we can start all putting our stuff on there i guess donald trump is supposedly working on some censorship free platform <laughs> yeah yeah i read something like that <laughs> 
That's, I'll jump on it. Shit. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, before we uh, before we came on, man, you, you told me that you recently uh, made a journey to uh, South Carolina, right? Yeah. Tell, tell me, tell, tell the people about that. What was that like? That was fun, man. Just jumped in the car, drove for two days. It was supposed to be like three days, but we didn't really stop as much as we should. We only stopped once to sleep. And then, uh, but anyway, we went to South Carolina for this thing called uh, the Solar Return Celebration put on by the wonderful Karen B. She's a pretty big name in Flat Earth. Um, she started a website called Flat Earth Festivals. And um, so this is a place you can go to to find out where there's going to be kind of like, uh, um, I guess, like when people put on different what do they call it? presentations and shows like conferences when people put on different flat earth conferences or even even other truth that's not solely to do with flat earth because it doesn't have to just be solely flat earth stuff but it's a place where you can find out where there's going to be all the sorts of different conferences and so on flat earth festivals we found that there was the solar return celebration and karen b hit me up and was like hey would you like to perform for an hour and i was oh. like an hour wow that's a long time <laughs> okay i'll give it a shot so anyway i did it i got my set hooked up um and that was kind of a struggle but i got it finished by the last minute went on stage and did the thing but it was a two-day event so we got there on we got there friday and it was for friday and saturday we got there a little late friday we hung out and then we uh and then saturday was an all-day thing too well friday was like we all hang out at the park and barbecue and just chat and people were there selling shirts and selling this, that jewelry, whatever. The next day was all like concerts and artists performing and stuff. So I was second to last going on. Like I was almost a headliner. It was pretty cool. Um, went on for an hour at 8 p.m. Saturday night. Killed it. Got so much love. I wasn't even expecting, man. I was just looking. I mean, it really felt like a real a big event man i was on stage looking out and there's all there's i could there was a sea of people just so many people out there all cheering me on and i even did the thing where like i would i wouldn't say a couple of my words at the end and i put the mic out there and let them oh. finish it. <laughs> and it, everybody would scream this the sentence man it was uh, so cool he was rocking the crowd yeah. huh <laughs> yeah that's what that's what's up that man awesome. hey you gotta post that you gonna post that on your channel yeah. Um, so I filmed it myself with my camera, but my for some reason, I think somebody with good intentions, because I had a hit record on my camera, I set it up and hit record. I had plenty of juice, plenty of battery, plenty of time to record on. And I, so I started recording about a half hour before I went on. Okay. So I think somebody didn't know that. And like, as soon as I hear my name, ODD TV, my, my thing shuts off. And I'm like, ah, oh. so I didn't get any of the footage for me that I wanted to get, but it was professionally recorded and I didn't even know this was happening anyway. So I'm, I'm fine. They had two camera guys on those, like, you know, you know how they have those like big metal swivel things. Like the dudes were like on their metal, the black things that go up and down and they were going. Oh, yeah, side like to side. do the football games and basketball. Yeah. Games. yeah okay. It was like, yeah. Like people making a movie and stuff. So they had two of those guys, one on each side of the stage. And Karen B said that the, she'll get me that footage as soon as she has it available. And as soon as she does, I'm going to put my set on there. So we'll have it probably in the next couple of weeks. That's love right there. That's good, man. So tell me about what was discussed. Obviously, Flat Earth. Did you learn anything new? And what are your thoughts on it? I mean, obviously, I know you you believe that the, the Earth is flat. I've seen, you know, your videos where you speak to that. But um, did you learn anything new? What what can you share with us that, that may be interesting regarding, uh, regarding what you learned at that uh, conference? Yeah, people are constantly putting out new 
theories on what's going on, what kind of hidden land they're doing, how electromagnetism is much better than gravity as a as a replacement, you know, for how we're how we're sitting down, even though I kind of just I'm good with just density and us, the fact that we weigh a certain amount is like, yeah, is why it's like you're not helium or like floating around because you're lighter than air, you know, you're obviously have some weight to you and you're going to sit here on the earth. So I don't really get into too much of that, but there's a lot of guys that are much smarter than me. And they're always talking about all this science mumbo jumbo that I don't know about. Like what, what are you talking about? They say all these big, big words, you know, I'm not interested in big words, you know, I'm just a dumb flat earther. So (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. But seriously though, very smart guys, like the guy, Bob Nodal from Globebusters. He's a genius, in my opinion, and other guys, they, they, they really do sit around talking about the inner workings and mechanics of flat earth and stuff. And, and really, I do kind of my eyes glaze over and I'm like, I don't know what these guys are saying. So I just kind of I stick to what I do best is taking that kind of information later on when I could gather it all in one place and study it for a while. And then I dumb it down to where everybody can understand it. And then I put it out myself. But um, I can't say I learned anything new but I met a lot of new great people and made a lot of great network connections. So great. Great. Very cool, man. Very cool. So it sounds like you, you'll be going back next year, huh? Yeah. If they do it again, I'll definitely love to go back. Nice. Nice. So far I've done this. There was like flat earth camp. I did this flat earth camp. Uh, It was pretty cool. This guy named Caleb, shout out to Caleb waters. He puts on flat earth camp once a year in uh, San Diego, California. Um, Yeah. There, there's a few things that are just happening, happening annually. And a couple of them I haven't been able to go to yet. And I'm hoping to make it to, and this one is something that I hope becomes an annual thing. And I'd love to go again if it does happen. And if it does happen, I will definitely make, you know, a, a, a promo video again. So everybody knows and maybe can make it to the next one. Very cool. Very cool. You know what? One thing I wanted to ask you, man, you have, you have a, a, a huge following, man. You've been at it in the game for, for many years now. Your name is, is is really out there. Has anyone ever approached you to sell out? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. okay. I, I, I It's hard for me to keep up with my mail a lot of the times. Yeah. My, I got like three Gmails. I got my, I did have a Facebook. It recently, it got taken like right when I was about to perform. Like my, I no longer have a Facebook or an Instagram. Um, okay. But anyway, I was getting messages on all those platforms and Twitter, everything. And it's really hard for me to check all these things. And I check what I can. I try not to disrespect anybody or make them feel like I'm ignoring them. I get to who I can, when I can. And honestly, I've probably missed a lot of great opportunities and I've probably missed people trying to get me to sell out, but that's fine with me. Um, I haven't had anybody that I remember talking to, trying to get me to do something that I didn't want to do or anything like that. So that's good. That's good. Okay. Okay. Did you hear about a, uh, in 2012, uh, there was an anonymous letter published on the uh, website Pop is Red, and it stated that there was a meeting of top music executives, and these executives were asked to promote gangster rap in order to drive up the number of inmates and profits for the private prison systems. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do, what do yeah, you do? That, man? What are your thoughts? No, that's absolutely real. I mean, that just reminds me of the very first time that NWA was coming out and the whole thing was to pretend like they were against it, pretend like you shouldn't have it because people always want what they shouldn't have or can't have. So when they're telling you that, no, this is, they wouldn't talk about it nonstop in the media. Like this is something that 
people should not listen to. Like they did that with like NWA and other groups that were coming out back in the early nineties, late eighties. And when people hear that constantly, the message, you can't have this, you shouldn't do this. Like uh, we all have a little rebel in us that wants to go, I want to check this out, you know, curiosity. Uh So yeah, I could see that being 100% real. And they always doing this, like with the Tavistock Institute, they're able to sway any way they want reality any society to head in just by doing something as simple as that let's up the gangster rap this year guys we need more killings and more jail and stuff like that uh what do we need this year we need more home homosexuals this and the other so they just start amping up a certain part of reality versus a different one they dumb down a part they lift a part up they'll they they're totally back there with all these strings on their fingers like like manipulating everything it's insane it is insane man that is crazy that is crazy the ODD TV, man, I want to thank you for coming on the Hidden Gateway podcast, my friend. Um, oh, you got it, buddy. Thank you. Before we go, one thing that I would, would like for you to do, if you could, if you could please leave our listeners with a few words of wisdom that they can take with them as they go on their way. Okay. Never trust anybody. That goes for me. That goes for the gentleman here. Don't okay. trust us. Do your own research always come to your own conclusions and, you know, um, trust your own instincts and trust your own research. Don't ever take anybody's word for anything. You know, I could sit here and tell you that I researched something for three weeks and this is the conclusion I came to, but that does not matter. You're still going to need to dive into that for yourself and find out, find out what conclusion you come to by the end of those weeks or months or however long it may take. Like that's really the best kind of, info I could give anybody because that's something that you know everybody needs to hear there's a lot of us out here that do take other people's words for it that think this truther this truth seeker is really cool and he does great work so I'm gonna you know I'm pretty sure I could trust most of the things he says but you know honestly that's not the case you're really gonna need to do your own research when it comes to any topic that's awesome man so do your own research and find your own truth and that truth exactly. that your inside that that inner man to tell you what's what's real and what's not. That's that's awesome, man. I, I really appreciate that. And uh, again, thank you for coming on the Hidden Gateway podcast. This has been a treat for for myself and our, our, our listeners. And um, I, I, I bless you. And I want you to continue to do your good work for society and this humanity, speaking the truth, doing the good things, man. Um, I'm going to continue to keep my eye out on your, your channel, listening to your music, rocking hard in the gym to it. Uh, loving what you're doing, sir. Keep it up. Right on, Justin. I appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And to the listeners of the Hidden Gateway podcast, I thank you for joining us. Until next time, be safe, be loved, be free. Peace. The Hidden Gateway out.